Hey, it's Jules Watts. This is Five Degrees Off Normal, and this is episode number two for the Dog Days of Podcasting Challenge. Jesus Christ, it's only the second day of August, and I'm already roasting my ass off. Granted, I'll be honest, the heat doesn't bother me all that much, but dear God, it can be really frustrating. So this is my first officially official episode for the Dog Days of Podcasting, and what the fuck am I going to talk about? To get back into the swing of things, I'm going to start off a little bit easier than maybe some of the other more deep and emotional and introspective topics. I know in yesterday's episode, I mentioned some video games like Pyre. Yes, still go buy Pyre if you haven't done it. You've already had a day. What's your problem? But instead of doing a deep review of Pyre, I thought I'd do something a little bit more evil. It's good to be bad, my friends. No, I don't know how old some of you may be. Some of you probably are older than me. Some of you may be younger. But back in the day, in the late 90s, there was a game out there called Dungeon Keeper, where you played a Dungeon Keeper and you got to smack around imps and build traps in a wonderful dungeon and get monsters and, well, pretty much go and piss in the Cheerios of the Forces of Light. And it was a lot of fun. I loved the game. It was, it was dark and silly at the same time. And then Dungeon Keeper 2 came out, and it wasn't the same as Dungeon Keeper 1, and it really didn't do as well. It was kind of disappointing, but I still remember enjoying both of those games. Bullfrog was amazing, and unfortunately, as the way things go to great things that I love, it was turned into a shadow, bastardized version of itself with that stupid mobile app. You know, seriously, guys, whoever developed it, you can go fuck yourselves with a rusty pitchfork. I hope Horny kills you and then eats you and then shits you back out and then kills you again because, God damn it, that's what you deserve for doing that to it. Oh, you bastards. On the positive side, good old games, GOG.com, you can still get a copy of the original Dungeon Keeper and Dungeon Keeper 2. You can still smack imps around, build dungeons, kill the good guys, and make a heck of a lot of money. It's great, but it's still old, and it kind of feels... All right, I'll be honest. It still feels good to play these old games, but it still is missing something. Like, you know, I'm older, I'm wiser, I'm much more cynical, and I wanted to see where the franchise would go, and unfortunately, it's kind of stuck back there. Until I was watching one of Total Biscuit's YouTube episodes, and I found a wonderful game. It's called War for the Overworld, and I will put links down in the doobly-doo. But, oh my god, this is the spiritual successor to Dungeon Keeper. This is where the series went. And I have lost so much time building up my, my, uh, my armies of evil and my hellish monsters. And not only taking out the forces of good, but some of the other evil underlords who kind of fucking suck. It is amazing. I have not had that much fun playing a video game in a long time. It's great. You feel a wonderful sense of accomplishment. They actually give you some interesting bits on, okay, you build a room this size by this size and you get some optimization things. There's a couple of new um, new things that they come in. You have orbs of, well, not really orbs. They're kind of like sanctuaries of clairvoyance. And they actually have these weird gold mine things where you can just assign these little these little imp monsters to it and they will just mine gold and mine gold and mine gold, which makes things a lot easier. 
And remember in the original Dungeon Keeper when you first logged in, it was Welcome to my Realm Keeper. Well, they actually got something of that back. Different voice actor, but oh my gosh, it has that perfect level of menace. I'll be honest, as soon as he started talking, I put the mouse and the keyboard down, I paused everything, and I kind of went, oh my god, oh my god, and squeed a little bit. Yeah. The developer and publisher of this game, Bright Rock Games, yeah, it's an indie game, really truly understand what made Dungeon Keeper so awesome. And Dungeon Keeper was kind of an innovation in its day. You know, there weren't really a lot of games out there that really were unabashedly, yes, you're the bad guy. I mean, there were a couple, but this one was really, really up and in your face about it. So Bright Rock Games took all that was awesome with the Dungeon Keeper series, and they took what was kind of funky with the original ones but didn't quite work, and they tried to really iron it out. It's not perfect by any means, but it is really, really fun. And it's funny, and it's dark. And honestly, I haven't finished it yet, but I blame it on one mission that keeps kicking my ass and kicking my ass. So I'm like, I'm going to take a little bit of a break from it and come back. But one of the other neat things that I do really enjoy about War for the Overworld is that you have the main mission and then you have these submissions. And I just really enjoy it because as you do these submissions, you actually get more of the plot and the world revealed. You know, it's not just get six additional doodads or something like that. This actually teaches you in a really kind of dark way more about the world. So I I really enjoy that. So my recommendation is go buy War for the Overworld by Bright Rock Games. The game came out in 2015, so it's not super expensive. It's out on Steam. And anyone that makes a very good spiritual successor to the beloved Dungeon Keeper franchise really deserves... Well, high praise and curses, I guess, is the best thing I can offer them. So go pillage, desecrate, raise an army, and conquer the overworld. And have a good time doing it. This is Jules Watts from 5 Degrees Off Normal, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one.